Hello and welcome to Ears and Beers Podcast, where a podcast focused on all things Diz culture. This podcast is hosted by me, Brandon. And me, Amy. And we are huge Disney fans. Uh, I'm a fresh recruit as far as Disney fandom goes. And I've been going to the park since I was four, five years old. So, uh, she got me hooked into all things Disney uh, when we decided to get married at Walt Disney World. I approached him with a PowerPoint slideshow about why we should get married at Walt Disney World and have a Disney fairy tale wedding. And he bought it hook, line, and sinker. Um, so I think the first time I went to Disney in the past, God, I mean, 18 years was for wedding planning uh, at Franks. And we did, you know, park, we went early enough for park days and got to do the whole extra hours at Magic Kingdom. Um, uh, we saw Happily Ever After, or what, what's it? Happily Ever After. Yeah, okay. Um, and so, yeah, I fell in love with it. Uh, I ended up, you know, walking away with a strict desire to go back. Which is great for me because um, my family is actually considering going DVC very soon. So it seems like uh, that's something that's really going to happen regardless. And I couldn't imagine marrying somebody who um, who doesn't love Disney as much as my family does. Yeah, and, and it was it's also easy to become a Disney fan when you're a huge Star Wars fan and it's a new, fairly new acquisition on Disney's part. But... Um, so, the point of the podcast is to kind of go over all things Disney culture and Disney related. Uh, we're going to be joining uh, the annual pass holder soon, so we'll be going every two months. We have a trip scheduled um, to go to the parks at Walt Disney World. Um, and so, we'll be pr- supplying updates through this podcast as far as park information goes. We'll be kind of, uh, we'll do an episode every time we're in the parks, like recording in the hotel, so we can have that experience while we're there. Um, And then we're going to be talking about movies and stuff to that effect, and our wedding planning, of course. Something that I am really passionate about Disney is food. I actually have a um, really unique situation. I don't have a stomach anymore, and so eating is something that is uh, something that I used to really love, and it's also something now that's a challenge. So I actually run a blog called Stomachless at Disney, and so a lot of what I focus on um, there is about eating with uh, special needs in, in a dietary way as well. So that's something I'm passionate about, and we'll cover if it comes up every once in a while as well. Yeah, I think um, her blog is if you have any sort of uh, disability um, of any sort at Disney, um, I mean, even if it's gastrointestinal or not, I definitely suggest reaching out to our email address, which will be in the show notes. Um, and we can, we'd love to, I'm sure Amy would love to work with you on her blog and kind of get your input for an article. Yeah, that's something that we definitely want to make sure that people understand is that um, Disney is really inclusive to everyone. Uh, that's something that's been really interesting planning a Disney fairy tale wedding is that I have a lot of family members who have mobility issues or um, Crohn's disease or similar. Um, and so, you know, telling them that, hey, you actually qualify for these passes and that you can, you know, get some special allowances by Disney, people are really surprised by the level of care that they give and the level of attention that they pay to their guests. And so, you know, it's something that I really want to combat because on the internet, people are always very negative about their experiences. Right. But I've, I've found that not to be true in my own experience. And honestly, I haven't asked for 
crazy accommodations in the past, but I know if I needed to, I would be within my rights, and I think that any cast member would be happy to help me, um, you know, within reason. I, I don't think I'm going to ask to get a plaid just because I am having a bad day, but, you know, I think that, that, you know, every once in a while they might make some extra magic happen for us. Yeah, I, it, was, it was a great experience when we went. Uh, we actually got Happily Ever After pins that we wore um, since we were there for wedding planning, and uh, the amount of you know, like congratulatory attitudes and praises that we got were phenomenal. Cast members really go out of their way to, to help you um, at Walt Disney World, and we're excited to go back. So I think what we're going to talk about in this episode is we're going to do a little bit more information about uh, about us and, and some info about our wedding, and then we're going to, at the towards the end of this episode, talk about a movie we just saw. Which is Aladdin. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so there is a huge spoiler alert. We will be talking about the movie pretty in depth. So I would recommend if you've never seen the 1992 version for some reason uh, or you don't want to hear anything about the new version, please uh, quit listening. And, and I'll announce that segment as we go into it. But for now, uh, we'll be right back and we'll discuss a little bit more about us. <laughs> All right, so my name is Amy, and I'm from Alabama. I grew up there, and um, I work in the arts. It's something that I've always really wanted to do, so I've been really lucky that that's worked out. Um, and so, so uh, some of my things about Disney. Yeah, so I'm going to ask her a few questions, and uh, and we'll get to know kind of what we like about our Disney fandoms. What's your favorite Disney movie? Okay, so I think um, my favorite Disney movie is Emperor's New Groove. Uh it's Lord. kind of a wild one, um, but it was one of those movies that uh, was just always kind of on, um, and it just kind of, like, has a really weird place in my heart. Um, you know, it's not one of the ones that, like, is the most profound, but it's just, it's a it's a comforting movie. Yeah, I still need to see that movie. Um, what is your favorite ride at Walt Disney World? Favorite ride in all of Walt Disney World? All or? of, well, okay, let's start with, let's go part by part, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is Haunted Mansion. Oh, so good. Okay, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios, my least favorite park. Um, I'm going to go with um, Rock and Roller Coaster. Of course. I think that's the token Hollywood Studios one. Hi. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, definitely Everest. Yeah. I really, I um, didn't really care for Flight of Passage as much as the hype suggests. Right. Uh, And, okay, so those. Well, you forgot about Epcot, babe. Oh, yeah, of course. I have not been to Epcot yet. That is something we're doing at the wedding. My favorite Epcot ride, Soren. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's your favorite snack in all of Disney? Dole Whip. Dole Whip. I'm basic like that. Okay, if you could pick a favorite uh, restaurant out of all the parks. Does that have to be in park or it could be resort too? Uh, let's say in park. Say in parks. Oh, that's harder. We'll do in park um, and then we'll do resort. Okay, in park restaurant. Jeez, babe, that's really hard. That's actually really hard. Um, I'm gonna Kingdom. go. I'm gonna go. Oh, I was gonna say something in the AK. Okay, AK. All right, uh, Yak and Yeti. The sit down Yak and Yeti is actually really good. Um, well, you haven't been with me, but it's no. super, super good. Um, and then it, at MK, I would say probably. Ooh, I want to say bigger guest, but like for sure. a sit down meal. But I haven't been to that since like 2015. So, right. um, and then resort. <laughs> I got a shout out to our reception venue. 
California, California Grill. Grill. Yeah. Uh, I've been a couple times, and it is always delightful. The uh, goat cheese ravioli is truly a life changer. So good. Um, so they have Left Hand Brewery there, which is really good. Like, oh, their beers, their stouts that they have uh, that we got when we went were phenomenal. Um, so our podcast is called Ears and Beers, but we're actually both. I love ears. He loves wearing ears. Um, you know, screw gender norms. And then we both are big beer drinkers as well. Yeah, I actually fell in love with many ears when we went. Um, and I don't I don't see the problem with men wearing many ears. I mean, who really cares? Uh, uh, so it, it's going to be cool. I can't, That's actually what I'm super excited about is getting some new, some fresh ears. I think I'm actually going to lean towards the Sully headband that they have oh yeah um but if i find some good ears i'm not gonna turn them down uh so for me my favorite movie um is lion king Classic. i mean that's the first movie i ever saw and it's still so good wait like the first movie you ever saw ever, ever. yeah so i started off on a, on a disney foot um your favorite ride favorite ride at uh, mk mk would be uh man I'm going to have to go with, and this is a tie. It really, truly is a tie. Uh-huh. Haunted Mansion uh-huh. and Splash Mountain. You did love Splash. Loved. I was in the front front seat. This is Extra Magic Hours um, after dark, and I was in the front and got soaked. Had no idea what to expect. Was not wearing a poncho. Uh, it was a beautiful ride experience. Uh, then Animal Kingdom, I'm going to have to say Everest. Yeah, it's classic. I mean, classic. Hollywood Studios. Was absolutely rock and roller coaster, but now that Galaxy's Edge is opening up, it'll quickly become Smuggler's Run, of course. I mean, until Rise of the Resistance opens up. But um, and then favorite snack, I'm gonna have to say Dole Whip because I mean it's Dole Whip. Like I scour the earth for that. Favorite restaurant um, in the parks would be, uh, I would have to say. So my favorite restaurant in park is the Tule Canteen, um, and I'm super excited about that. Now, the next to- stop that we're going to have and talk about is, <laughs> I can't talk, is our upcoming trip in October for our wedding. We're actually going early, so we're going to be there the Friday before we get married. Um, and she's actually, so here's the plan. Once we get there, we're immediately whipping straight into Epcot, getting those annual pass holder magnets, because you have to. Yeah, absolutely. And then if the gondolas are open, I'm the gonna Skyliner. Or Skyliner, sorry. I'm gonna leave the car at Epcot and we're gonna Skyline to meet you to have you meet up with the bridesmaids. Because we're having my bachelorette at Not So Scary that night. Best bachelorette ever. And then I'm going to uh, take the Skyliner back to Hollywood Studios and I'm jumping straight into Galaxy's Edge, and I literally cannot wait. So, we're going to get there early. All night, I'm going to be by myself Friday. Um, I have my backpack full with, filled with snacks and water, and I'm going to be tearing up Galaxy's Edge, exploring, waiting in line, uh, and doing all that fun stuff. And I'll have an episode about Galaxy's Edge uh, in a, you know, a little bit later on. And then, Saturday, I know you're going to be doing some Bridesmaid stuff still, Bachelorette stuff. I'm going to rope drop Galaxy's Edge, get back there in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to hit up MK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on that Saturday, I am going to be at AK with the girls, and we're going to hit up um, 
Nomad Lounge. I'm really excited about this. We are um, also getting tables in Wonderland this year, and so that's good at lounges for 20% off um, food and alcohol. So um, that's like a huge bonus for us. And then um, we're going to be hitting up Rivers of Light because that's actually the only nighttime show I haven't seen yet. So I'm really looking forward to that. Carolina. We have dogs. We have three dogs. <laughs> yeah, we have um, our little fur babies, and sometimes they like to talk. Um, so then Saturday, it's going to be a fun, fun-filled fun day. Sunday, we are rope dropping. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, this will be the third day of Galaxy's <laughs> Edge for me. Um, and we're going to be rope dropping with her bridesmaids. And, um, and then after that, I think we're just hanging out for the day. We're also going to go to Character Warehouse that day. Um, that's something that, you know, not being near Orlando, we're, you know, in Alabama, and it's about a 10-hour drive um, for some of us and an eight for Brandon and I. Um, you know, we, we don't always get to, like, go off property at, at leisure like that. So we're going to go and actually explore Character Warehouse. Um, probably if we're going to buy a Banshee or a Droid, it might be there because they have Banshees for 30 bucks right now, and that is bonkers. Um, and then we may, I don't know, eat off property, which I've never done before i'm kind of nervous to eat actually in orlando proper which i know it's like a, a legitimate city but uh i'm hashtag disney spoiled <laughs> what's gonna realistically happen is after we go to the warehouse we're gonna end up in disney springs eating i just have a feeling uh i'm all about those haleo uh yeah Rezies. i'm all about uh some disney springs eating um i tend to get out of, in and out of in, of disney springs uh when we went every time we went it was slammed um but that was, I mean, the timing was not there. But if we go Sunday during the day, it'll probably be a little bit less yeah. less ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, that chicken guy. Monday is our rehearsal. Which is actually kind of early in the morning. Sometimes um, Disney Fairytale Weddings needs you to, to do things earlier than you would imagine because, you know, they always have weddings which take precedence over um, rehearsals. So we're actually going to have a really early morning rehearsal and then have a rehearsal brunch at Ohana to follow. So we're really excited about that, you know, having um, Lilo and Stitch and um, some other characters there will be really fun. Um, I can't wait. And and that's going to be a lot of fun. And so the brunch, after the brunch, we have a pretty much open park day. I know Amy is going to be with her mother and they're going to have a nice time at the parks. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to probably end up going to AK that day. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I've been at Galaxy's Edge for three days, that at that point, I'm going to need a break. I'm going to go hit up AK. Just really enjoy it. Make sure I soak it in. I'm going to do Everest. I'm going to go to Dinosaur World. I'm going to definitely hit up... Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's the correct name for it, is it? Uh, I think it's Dino Land USA. Roll Tide. Uh, and then I'm <laughs> going to definitely hit up um, the, the Safari. Yeah, the Safari so. is beautiful. Um, and Actually, we're going to be at MK. My mother and I are going to be at MK that day. And then we're going to end our evening with dinner at Narcuzzi's, which was the first restaurant that I went to um, on our first trip. We actually ended up staying at the Grand Floridian when I was a child. And so it's really kind of sweet that a lot of our wedding is going to be um, revolving around the Floridian. Um, so that'll be a nice like way to say thank you to her for all that she's done um, for us and, and to help this wedding be possible. And then on Tuesday... I am getting up at 3 a.m. for um, hair and makeup to come, and we're going to have a park photo shoot, so we'll be hitting up MK, and then we're going to have our um, MK photo shoot, and then we'll go over to Animal Kingdom Lodge for some additional photos, and we are so excited that we think we've locked in our favorite photographer, Ali, 
And so we're just really hoping that that will um, stay locked in and that we'll have that experience. And then uh, hang out in the hotel room for a while and uh, get ready for our 5 o'clock ceremony. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a jam-packed day, and I'm going to be living on um, Starbucks. But other than that, I'm, like, I'm so excited. And then uh, Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to experience the Disney wedding. Um, truly a fairy tale with with you, and I'm, I'm so excited about it. So Tuesday's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, we're going to be, it's a long day. It'll be very, we'll be worn out by the time we get done at around midnight. Um, and then we're going to, uh, what the, then we're going to actually, Wednesday we're getting up. And what are we doing on Wednesday? We're going to Epcot. Um, we are going to do food and wine on an off day. You know, weekends are supposed to be bonkers crazy. I've only been to Festival of the Arts, and I was there on a Sunday and thought I was going to lose my mind uh, at the crowd. So I think that, you know, a nice Wednesday will be great. And then that evening we have um, ADRs to go to La Cellier to uh, thank my mom and my stepdad for helping with the wedding as well. So we are um, going to have an Epcot food heavy day which i mean that's a great park to be food heavy so we're really looking forward to that i'm the only person in the party that's been to la cellier before and um i really enjoyed it i actually used to eat gluten-free um when i was more sick than i am now and um they were super accommodating of that and the food was the most flavorful gluten-free option that i had encountered in the park so i always really appreciate everything that la cellier does for those that have dietary restrictions yeah, and it'll be my first Epcot trip. Yeah, so. which is wild because you got to meet Figment. Yeah, you got to meet Figment. Soren. Soren. Uh, I got to get the Viking dog. You got to get the Viking dog and the school bread. Yeah. And then I got to get some Frucci. And I got to drink my way through Epcot. Okay, so I've only ever made it to Germany on the drinking your way through. So I'm a total lightweight. So let's see how we do together. Yeah, I think I'm going to make it through one country. Yeah, you'll make it from Mexico to Germany, and then you'll be totally blasted. Yeah, oh, okay, so that's how quick it is. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a super lightweight. You would never guess if you looked at me, but uh, I am. So that's a little bit more information about us and kind of our big Disney trip plans. Um, I know we're super excited, obviously, to go. I'm counting down the days for Galaxy's Edge. All this information coming out. It opens on the 31st uh, at Disneyland, so I can't wait for that. But anyway, let's uh, take a small break. We'll hear a word from our sponsor. And now for a quick message from the sponsor of our podcast. Floorbound Designs is your go-to for all Disney-themed headpieces. They specialize in floral crowns, wired, and traditional ears. You can check them out on Etsy. They also have a Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be perfect for your trips to Disney, family trips, or even solo trips. All the links will be in the show notes below. Check them out. And thank you so much, Floorbound, for sponsoring this podcast. Hello. Welcome back. So we just watched Aladdin, um, the new 2019 version. And uh, we, we have a lot of feels. Um, lots, of, lots of tears were shed in that movie theater. Like, for both of us. Absolutely. I mean, I don't have any shame. That was a really good movie. Um. Yeah, so we're probably, you know, going to get not a, little, a lot of hate for this, but, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of, there's a lot of room for arguments, but uh, I actually really appreciated this, um, this adaptation a lot more um, to, in a lot of ways than the original. 
I agree with that. Um, I think the the main point that's gonna you know face a lot of backlash is the difference in Will Smith's genie and Robin Williams' genie. They're two completely different genies. Um, this genie is very different. Will Smith absolutely made the character his own while also paying tribute to Robin Williams in several ways. Uh, but it, it's meant to be different than Robin Williams' genie. I don't think anyone could really best that, you know. So, uh, what did you think of genie in general? Um, I really actually enjoyed his interpretation. I think it was um, somebody said on like YouTube that it wasn't as vivacious, but I th- I thought it really was, and I laughed out loud a lot more than I normally do in these kind of things. Um, I just I liked that sense of humor a lot. It was also very um, emotional. Uh, the genius role in the film. Um, a lot more emotional than I remember the original uh, Aladdin being. But, I mean, and, you know, it's different. I'm also a lot different of an age than what I had previously seen. But uh, it was really good. I think that the cast was on point. I think everyone that was chosen for the roles really excelled. Uh, specifically Aladdin, um, specifically Jasmine, of course. And I mean, even Jafar was, was really good. He was a really good Jafar. Yeah. Um, Raja was really good. I mean, that tiger was a plus. It was Abu. Abu was a great Adorable. Monkey. Loved it. Um, but there's also one thing that I think that you noticed about Jasmine in this film. You want to elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, so I actually really appreciated the, like, 2019 update on her story. Um, I'll be honest, like, I always thought Jasmine was, like, a little bit too passive or, like, she was written she was written to be that way, obviously. Um, and so they added these new songs that gave her more agency and more of a voice. And um, I actually studied gender studies, so, um, you know, this is something that's actually a huge passion of mine. So... Um, it was it was really good to see because a lot of people criticized Disney for the way that they portrayed their princesses, but I felt like she was given a lot more of a voice, and that's something I really appreciated as well. And also, I mean, her literal voice was beautiful as well, right, right. Um, and I mean, her uh, style was also perfect. Um, conversely, I actually studied art history, and um, I specialized in um, this area, and so the costumes and the um, set design and everything was just actually really perfect. Uh, we went back and watched some of the original and the details weren't there. And actually some of the, um, the cartoon elements were, um, I don't want to say like inappropriate or whatever, but they just really weren't telling the full story of that, like the richness of the fabrics and things like that, for example. And so I really appreciated all the like sumptuous details that they had um, that really do show a lot more about um, these cultures. And um, I just really felt like it made the movie come to life a lot more for me, um, especially. Yeah. And, and the special effects for this, I mean, we live in a day and age now where it's so advanced. It's so great. Uh, the way that it was portrayed in this film was phenomenal. Um, I'm definitely going to order this the moment it comes out. I think we have to. Uh, I'm also actually tempted. I typically buy movies digitally. I think I'm just going to pick up a physical copy of this uh, just so we can have that. I, I really want to make a point to start buying physical Disney movies. Um, I think it's nice, nice touch to have. At the same price, but you're getting a little bit more of a collection going um but no the movie was phenomenal definitely check it out uh the prince ali song has been stuck in my head all day um and it's beautiful i was crying you were crying uh, they hit a lot of a lot of the scenes for the movie were 
directly played into this movie. Um, and it was beautiful. I mean, there was so, so much based on the original film. And they, and they did a little bit of different stuff, like you said, with Jasmine and a couple other pieces. But, I mean, all in all, it was gorgeous. I was obsessed. I still am. I could actually go back right now and check it out. Yes, you mentioned, like, there are some scenes that are, like, pretty much, like, directly from the 1992 version. And that's something that I was realizing, too, is, like, I can't remember the last time I saw Aladdin. It's been at least since I was, like, 10, maybe? I don't know. But, um... She's 50. I'm 29. 50. 29. Um, I'm older than him, so he likes to give me a hard time. But um, I was just thinking about, like, the staying power of Alan Minkin's writing because even though I don't really listen to the soundtracks very often and I don't – I haven't watched the movies in a while, I remembered almost every single word to a lot of these. And I'm not talking just about, like, A Whole New World. Like, I'm talking about, like, even some of the deeper cuts. And I just, like – he just is in awe of how many great – works he's done for Disney and just I mean his writing is just like I mean it's beyond compare so just wanted to give a shout out to Alan you know again you know we just appreciate you Alan Meekin thank you (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast for some (laughs) reason um so that brings me to a good point about music and Disney film if you could pick a song from a Disney film that you think sticks to you the most what would it be like, what do you mean sticks to me the most? Like, something that you could listen to on repeat. That's, that's, um, that's a tough one. Um. I know mine. What is it? You're welcome. Oh, yeah, we gotta love Moana. Moana is your favorite. Yes. Uh, Maui is one of mine. Yes, because you are Maui. I am a Maui, just not at all. Polynesian. Polynesian, but... I love Maui so much. And I love You're Welcome. It's like my favorite song. I sing it all the time in the car. Thank you, Lin-Manuel Miranda. You and Alan Minkin are both stars. <laughs> You're both stars, and I love you. What, uh, what would yours be? Oh, I mean, that's so hard. Like How I far mean, I'll go? I mean, I would say how far <laughs> I'll go, like, but then I don't want to be like, just, they're, just, like they're, they're Moana obsessed, and that's all they do. Um, we are, though. I mean, that's, that's fair. <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with Colors of the Wind. Uh, oh, good. Just because, I mean, it hits me in the feels no matter what. And, um, you know, it's just Pocahontas is a classic, too, so. I love Pocahontas. That is such a good movie. And it's still on Netflix. That also brings me to other news. What's the news, babe? Well, general excitement is a better word for that. And that is Disney Plus. So excited. Literally confirmed for this year, November. Mm-hmm. $7.00. A month. Yeah. So our Netflix actually ran out. Um, we had been mooching, to be honest. And um, <laughs> Anyway, so, but we decided not to re-up just because, um, I mean, it's only a short amount of time before Disney Plus gets here. And we're not going to want to really keep up with anything on Netflix once Disney Plus is here. I mean, the things that they've confirmed, um, you know, the things they've confirmed are every Disney movie mm-hmm. thus far, ever, will be available. And what's crazy is Netflix will move movies on and they'll take movies off when contracts run out. Uh-huh. But the thing is, Disney has owns all the rights to these movies. They will never leave. Right. They'll forever be available. What's really good is it is $7 a month. Yeah. However, you can buy a year's subscription uh, for $70. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. Um, yeah. So you're not concerned that they're going to like do a Disney vault type thing where they're going to roll them out? I don't think so. From what I've heard in other podcasts and interviews, I think that they're just going to be there to stay. I mean, that's awesome because I would love to watch, you know, um, 
Monsters Inc. on demand or something. Yeah. And on the cruises, I know that they do that. Um, you know, we're actually going to have our honeymoon on the DCL. Mm-hmm. And um, not that we're going to have like a lot of downtime or anything because we're doing Halloween on the high seas. But, um, you know, they do offer that service now. So that's something I, I want to take maybe like an hour and just oh, kind of play around yeah. and just see what all the options are. Well, we can stay up late at night and, we can, and watch yeah. movies. And, yeah. But I don't think they're going to vault them. I think it's going to be just available for access because Disney's been waiting to do this for so long. Also, they acquired Hulu. Right, they did. So they're really cornering the market here. And I, I'm very excited. You're also, they're coming out with a, so all the Star Wars will be on there. Right. By the way. Um, they're coming out with original content, like mm-hmm. The Mandalorian, for example, which is going to be a show based on uh, the bounty hunters in Star Wars. Uh, and they're doing a lot of other custom shows, too. So I am so beyond excited for Disney+. Plus. Uh, and that means this new Aladdin will be on Disney+. Plus. So maybe we don't buy a DVD collection. Let's say this, I mean, like, some of our collecting seems like it would be redundant at this point. Yeah, maybe we just wait and we just forever stay on Disney+. Plus. I think that's what's going to happen. We're just going to become dependent on it. Every year for the birthdays, we're going to buy the same things. That's an annual pass and Disney Plus subscription for a year. <laughs> yep. And it'll be even better when we have kids and stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm so excited about Disney+. Plus. So excited for our upcoming trip, wedding, uh, honeymoon. honeymoon, of course. That cruise is going to be great. I am a ginger, so the cruise we're going to have to tread lightly. I'm going to have to use 120 SPF, giant hats, and all black clothing covering every inch of my body. Meanwhile, I've only ever had two sunburns in my entire life because I am an God, nice olive you. complexion with dark hair and dark eyes. <laughs> so we are a sight to behold. Um, should we? No, we'll wait. We'll what? wait. What I'm talking about? about what we're dressing up for on the cruise for Halloween. Oh my gosh, just tell people. Oh, this is such a great idea. So we want to be Disney themed, obviously. This is for a trick or treat, by the way. Yeah, so there's a trick or treat on the cruise. I'm going to dress up in khaki pants, uh, vans. I'm wearing a red Pizza Planet delivery shirt and a red Pizza Planet delivery hat. And I'm going to be a slice of pizza. So it's going to be like the dorkiest thing in the world. But so great. I don't think anybody else is going to think of that. No, I think like, uh, cause it's also pirate night. So I think everybody from what I've seen on like a lot of the, the vlogs is that everybody kind of just go, is like, Oh, well it's pirate night. So I'll just be a pirate and double down, but we're not going to do that. Cause we're not half, half, uh, half butting this. <laughs> <laughs> we are kind of trying to keep this PG. So yeah, uh, but we, we, we're going to try. Our best. It'll be, it'll be a work in progress, but we thank y'all so much for listening to this first episode. This is like I said, our pilot episode. We have a lot of kinks. We're going to work out, um, and we're going to do better on this upcoming episodes. Uh, and as we progress, too, we're going to be purchasing professional microphones. And we're actually getting a camera to start vlogging our trips. And we can start recording um, yeah. video of our podcast. So we'll do a video podcast as well. So we that'll be exciting. see what we look like in real life. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, <laughs> but thank you all again so much thank for listening. Thank you so much. And uh, please feel free to uh, let us know what you thought about it. And we would love any feedback that you have to give. Have a magical day. Thank you. Bye-bye.